afternoon everyone it's another saturday but it's not another saturday gets nyo ba po yon kasi kuminsan baka iniisip natin saturday na naman pareho na naman nasa simbahan na naman tayo you know what the, the, here's the beauty of our god no he encounters us differently every week and we get to see him through his word so ang ganda po na we were all uh, tracking along as uh, the preaching goes about no weekly na nag-aaral po tayo ng salita ng ating Panginoon so we had communion we had uh, our tithes and offering uh, alam niyo po all of those are part of worship and even the study of God's word no, the preaching of God's word really is still an integral part of worship hence we are all worshiping at this point as we listen to the word of God. I have a question. Nabasa niyo na ba po yung Thessalonians? Sige. Uh, don't feel condemned kung hindi pa no or if, if you're still reading it, ninanamnam mo unti-unti yung pagbasa mo no. You know, uh, our, our teachers tell us no yung mga uh, nagtuturo po sa amin ng ng Bible din, sinasabi nila when we're reading we read especially letters no let's try to read the whole letter pagisipin mo di ba katulad yung pag may sumulat sa'yo, sinulatan ka ng 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 uh, kunyari yung nagmamahal sa no yung boyfriend mo or yung husband mo for that matter uh, alang naman kalahati ka pa lang tinakip mo na tapos tinabi mo no usually we read the whole letter so that we can get a feel of the whole message that is contained in that letter. So that's my encouragement for you. So what you can do is to continue reading, okay? The Paul's letter to the Thessalonians. So jan po tayo nagka-camping ngayon. If you are just joining us and somehow you've landed in this broadcast, yes, we are in our series entitled Future Hope. Future Hope. Uh, looking at the first letter of Paul to the Thessalonians. So five ano po yan, uh, uh, five chapters na pwede niyo basahin na dire-diretso na hindi po kayo mali- malilito no pag titingnan niyo po yan they, they, these, are, these are really very very short uh, chapters no in fact kaya niyo pong siguro pag-iisipin kaya kaya niyo tapusin uh, less than 10 minutes kung babasahin niyo siya ng dire-diretso. So I'm excited because you, you'll know as you you read the letter this is actually Paul no Paul's uh, one of his Paul's church plant. missionary journeys ni Paul. Dumaan siya dito. Uh, you can see, as we've said last week, you can actually see part of uh, what happened in Acts 17 no? when Paul landed together with Silas and and, uh, and Timothy. Dumating po sila sa Thessalonians, and you'll know there's a narrative there that tells you, no, or gives you an insight on what really happened the first time they went to Thessaloniki. So, ano po nangyayari doon? No? What happened was they, Paul preached the word. No? Sinabi natin last week, no? they, Paul preached the word. Nagbago uh, po yung mga tao. No? Nangyayari, they, they actually turned. Turned away from their sins, from, from worshiping idols, and they turned to the living and true God. No? And not only that, they were waiting for the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. Bakit po nating sinasabing yung title natin, Future Hope? Again, we would like to reiterate that our future hope really, which is the coming, the second coming of the Lord Jesus Christ, defines 
or even molds the way we live the present. So napaka-importante po yan, knowing that Jesus is gonna come back. When He comes back, He's going to reign with us in the new heavens and in the new earth. So yun po yung mangyayari. Hindi niya po tayo kukunin, tapos dadalin sa langit. So hindi po, babalik siya dito. And together with Him, kasama po natin si Lord Jesus, magre-reign tayo in the new heavens and in the new earth. That is why kami po are really, supposedly, tapat tayong lahat, should be very excited as we look forward to the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ, His second coming. But here's the, here's the question po. What do we do in light of His second coming? No? Here's what we need to do. We don't live individually, but rather we live in a community or as a community as we await the second coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. And if you'll read again the, the text, no, the verses, and even the chapters, we will learn so much from Paul no, in how to do ministry and how to do church community. So if you have your Bibles now, kunin nyo po yan. Again, alam ko marami sa atin, marami kayong Bible na sa te- telephone nyo na. Eh, Siyempre, ang mahirap, kung nanunood ka na sa telephone mo, tapos nandyan pa rin yung Bible mo, nagsishift-shift ka. So what I'd like you to do is to get a, a, a Bible, a printed Bible, na pwede mong mag-track along while you are watching. So punta po tayo sa Thessalonians, this time, we're going to start in chapter 2. So, cha- 1 Thessalonians chapter 2. No? So, magkakasunod lang naman po yan. No? Galatians, Ephesians, Philippians, Colossians, 1 Thessalonians, 2 Thessalonians, 1 Timothy, 2 Timothy. Yan po yung magkakatabi. No? So, tingnan niyo po yan. So, if you're there, 1 Thessalonians chapter 2. Uh, a little bit lengthy, but you can go ahead and track along with me. For you yourselves know, brothers, that our coming to you was not in vain. But though we had already suffered and been shamefully treated at Philippi, as you know, we had boldness in God to declare to you the gospel of God in the midst of much conflict. For our appeal does not spring from error or impurity or any attempt to deceive, but just as we have been approved by God, to be entrusted with the gospel, so we speak not to please man, but to please God to test our hearts. For we never came with words of flattery, as you know, nor with a pretext for greed. God is witness. Nor did we seek glory from people, whether from you or from others, though we could have made demands as apostles of Christ. But we were gentle among you, like a nursing mother taking care of her own children. So being affectionately desirous of you, we were ready to share with you not only the gospel of God, but also our own selves, because you had become very dear to us. For you remember, brothers, our labor and toil. We worked night and day that we might not be a burden to any of you while we proclaim to you the gospel of God. Verse 10, you are witnesses. And God also, how holy and righteous and blameless was our conduct toward you, believers. For you know how, like a father with his children, we exhorted each one of you and encouraged you and charged you to walk in a manner worthy of God. 
who calls you into his own kingdom and glory. And we also thank God constantly for this, that when you received the word of God, which you heard from us, you accepted it not as the word of men, but as what it really is, the word of God, which is at work in you believers. For you, brothers, became imitators of the churches of God in Christ Jesus that are in Judea. For you suffer the same things from your own countrymen as did from the Jews who killed both the Lord Jesus and the prophets and drove us out and displeased God and opposed all mankind by hindering us from speaking to the Gentiles that they might be saved. So as always to fill up the measure of their sins, but wrath has come upon them at last. But since we were torn away from you, brothers, for a short time, in person, not in heart, we endeavored the more eagerly and with great desire to see you face to face because we wanted to come to you. I, Paul, again and again, but Satan hindered us. For what is our hope or joy or crown of boasting before the Lord Jesus at his coming? Is it not you? For you are our glory and joy. This is the word of God. Wonderful, amazing, life-giving. Your word, Lord God, is firmly settled in heaven. Thank you, Lord, that the, the, the flowers fade, the grass withered, withers, but your word stands forever. As it has ministered to millions of people through the ages let it minister to us today lord your people listening to you and this preaching holy spirit be unhinged in this place come into our homes ready our hearts lead us into all truth guide us lord help us to remember throughout the week what we are going to learn today, in Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Praise God. You can go ahead and settle down wherever you're, you're at. Now, I want to welcome you again. For those of you who are regularly coming to the Saturday service, you know what you can do? You can still invite people, your friends, your, your family members. No? Send, send you the link. No? And for some reason, you've arrived at this broadcast you know what? You are in the right place. The Lord has called you to hear His message for today. So having said that, Alam niyo po this week, no? Uh, la, this week, yes, this, it was this week. The Kizon family started, uh, quote-unquote, uh, maybe I'll, I'll say this, quote-unquote, a new tradition. We delved into something that we have not done before, and we are enjoying it. Ano pong ginawa namin? Uh, one of my kids, si Julia, ordered a, uh, tama ba yung sasabing ko? Yes, tama po, 1,000-piece puzzle. So, nag-umpisa po kami, nagpa, mag, uh, hindi ko alam kung puzzle making ba yun, Pastor Jed. Ano ba tawag doon? Hindi naman puzzle making eh, no? Yung dikit-dikit uh, the puzzle, the pieces of the puzzle. Yun po yung ginagawa namin. And we were so excited when we got it last Monday, itong Monday na to, that we immediately started, no? Not knowing 
na hindi pala namin siya matatapos. So, nakalatag siya po dun sa, sa lamesa namin. So, we had to eat somewhere because all of the parts of the puzzle were scattered. Uh, again, when you get a puzzle, ang ganda lang ng mga instructions, no? Nasabihin ko pa paano magagawin, umpisahan mo yung mga gilid. And by the way, if you have the same hobby, uh, mag, maglagay ka naman ng emoji mo, mag-heart ka dyan if you're also uh, part of that puzzle uh, making. Hindi naman making eh, dikit-dikit group. Kung ikaw po yun, so mag-ano ka, no? Uh, because you probably know how it feels, how we felt at that time, no? So inayos po namin, go with the edges, and when we were looking at the instructions, ang ano po nun is, apat na quadrant pa lang nyo. Kung ganun siya kalaki, divided pa siya sa apat na quadrant, no? May A, B, C, D. So what we did was to uh, give each family member a letter, no? Or a quadrant. Na since lima po kami, yung asawa ko po tumutulong sa lahat. He was, she was going around, helping no and uh, because hindi rin niya po ano yon hindi siya masyadong nagii-enjoy kasi nahihirapan siya so ang ginawa niya siya na lang ang nag-provide ng pagkain at masahe sa amin habang tinatapos po namin yung pasab but we were able to do it together two days na ginawa po namin yon together uh, we were able to build the puzzle ito po yung maganda no uh, really uh, some of the important things in life are really meant to be done together. Sama-sama. And what are those? If I may submit to you, part of the important things in life that we're called to do together is this. Evangelism, discipleship, and church ministry. Including puzzle making. Kasama po yun. Importante po yun. So, all of that, no, that's meant to, to be done together. Evangelism, when you, when you proclaim the gospel to people. Discipleship, when you help people get to know Jesus, walk along that people, that person, that he, might, that he might develop a deeper relationship with not just uh, fellow believers, but also unbelievers. And of course, church ministry, how we live and how we relate to one another, even in church. That's what I believe in. No? Yung pong mga, mga importanteng bagay na yan, no? Ginagawa po yan, being together. When you talk about the ministry of Paul, umpisa pa lang sa chapter 1, nakita mo na kagano, when he did the introduction, sabi niya, Paul, Salvanos, and Timothy. Paul, Silas, Silas din po yun, siya rin po yun, as I've mentioned last week, si Silas, Salvanos, pareho lang po yan, Latin name, Greek name po. No? Paul, Silvanos and Timothy. When you think about that, no, Paul was, was saying or communicating to us that when he did ministry, it was a team ministry. It was a we ministry. Take note of that, we. No? Alam niyo po, mahilig po ako magbilang. No? Kasi there was a time po, I, I, when, before I went into full-time, I worked with my mom sa, sa Kumon. So, naging po akong uh, Kumon assistant instructor and because also I'm a graduate of engineering, medyo mahilig po akong magbilang. Yung numbers. So, binilang ko po yung mga numbers dyan. No? Yung we, when you look at the we, no? dyan, yung word na we no? in that chapter alone, there are 17 mention of the word we. We, sabi ni Paul. No? But not, not just that. Our. Nine times. The word our, nine times. Us, three times. Pag ano po to, pag ESV yung binabasa natin. No? And only one I. Yung pa yung sinabi ni Paul na I, Paul. Again and again, 
Yun lang po isang beses lang sinabi yung the word I. They traveled together. They, they ministered together. They preached together. They celebrated together. They suffered together. Sama-sama po sila yun. Their motives were, were clear. No? Alam po ni Paul, alam nila nung tinay yung motives sila. They, they were not out to, to please men. They were not out to seek glory. But they were out to give the glory to God as they preached the gospel to people. So what do we need to understand here? Ito po, as a church community, it is really a shared gospel. Ano po ibig sabihin nun? Shared gospel. Shared gospel, it affects all of us. We need to respond to the gospel. But shared gospel in the sense na tayo pong lahat. As a church, tayo pong lahat, no? as a community, would begin to share the gospel. It is really declaring the gospel of God together. Going back to that verse, nasabi niya, for you yourselves know. Alam niyo po yun, emphatic po yun, yung you na sinasabi ni Paul doon. Parang tinuturo niya, no? kung nagsusulat siya, kulang na lang nasabi niya, kayo, alam niyo yun. You yourself know. Brothers that are coming to you was not in vain. He was confident to write that because in the first chapter, he already mentioned no, that what happened was they became imitators of Paul, of Timothy, and Silas. But more than that, they became imitators of God. Not just imitators of God, but examples to all believers. Therefore, Paul was saying, when we preach to you, when you receive the word, when the gospel and the word of God really dug deep into your hearts, we saw that our coming to you was not in vain. No wonder si Paul po nagsiselebrate. No wonder, parang sa pagtitingnan niyo po, tatapusin niyo itong, itong letter na to parang sobrang saya si Paul. Masayang-masaya po si Paul with what he has seen or what was happening or what happened in the church of Thessalonica. Verse 2, look at this po, no? But though we had already suffered, again, the word we, no? So already suffered and been shamefully treated at Philippi, as you know, again, the, that word, no? As you know, alam niyo naman, mga kapatid, we had boldness in our God to declare to you the gospel of God in the midst of much conflict. When you think about this, no? Paul could have easily said, ako to, kagagawang ko to, ako kasi magaling eh. Ako yung pinagpala ni Lord. Ako yung, yung si Lord nagpakita sa mga apostol. Ako special. Special yung pagpapakita sa akin ni Lord sa road to Damascus. He could, he could have taken all the credit, but the credit was being pointed to the team. Kumbaga, team ministry yung sinasabi ni Paul. No, we, kami po, we, our, our, us, yan po yung sinasabi ni Paul. When we do ministry, even in Victory Ortigas, no? we are a team. Team po kami dito. So, hindi lang po si Pastor Glenn. Kita nyo naman po si Pastor Jed. Nakita nyo po si Rommel. And we have people in the backstage. No? Or behind the scenes, we may say it. Nandito po si Pao. Nandito si Ivan. Nandito si Richard. Sila po lahat, they're part of the team. When we're, we're coming to you, when we're proclaiming the gospel, when we're doing ministry, we do it 
as a team. Sama-sama po, not just sa pag-proclaim na, ng, ng gospel na God, sa even sa, pag, sa, sa kahirapan. No? Sabi ni, ni Paul sa kanila, no, in the midst of much conflict, magkakasama tayo. You know what? Ganon din po tayo dapat. Mga kapatid, hindi lang sa, sa lahat ng mabuti, sama-sama tayo sa hirap at ginhawa. Walang iwanan. And we saw that this past 19 months no, of what has happened to us, we saw how we have come together as a church, doing ministry together, still proclaiming the gospel together, sama-sama tayo, even in much affliction and much conflict. Sabi nga po ng um, aking uh, pastor, no, na talagang uh, yung senior pastor po natin, talagang fan kasi siya ng, ano, ng uh, warriors. So, palagi niya sinasabi yung kukot niya, strength in numbers. Strength in numbers. Pero sa atin po, boldness in numbers. When we're together, when we're together, na sabi ni Paul, we had boldness in God. Of course, in the spiritual, kahit nag-iisa ka lang, apat kayo. Kasi kasama mo si Father, Son, and si Holy Ghost. So, apat kayo. That's in the physical. But when you're doing ministry, uh, that's in the spiritual, but when you're doing ministry in the physical, you know what? The, the, what we need to do is at least have a partner or tag along someone to help you do ministry. If you're about to, to, to share the gospel, if you're about to, to engage someone, ano niyo po yung makipag-usap ka? Whether that's gonna be an actual uh, tag along or magpe-pray lang siya sa iyo as you go along and preach the gospel the point there being is that you have a partner you have a team you have someone who tags along with you as you do ministry and as you preach the word of God you know when when you think about it nothing nothing we do for Christ nothing we do for God will ever be in vain. When you think about it, when you proclaim the gospel to people, most of the time, you will not see the fruits. Most of the time po, di mo makikita no, kung talagang uh, tatanggap ba sila. When I was growing, when I was growing up, no, my, my, my mom has uh, already shared to some of you or even to, to our church, this Saturday service. No? We, we grew up having parents who are uh, really passionate for God. No? We would go to Pampanga. Sasama po kami, magtatagalong kami. And my mom uh, would share the Word of God no, to people there, sa mga kamag-anak namin. And at times, uh, we would be scorned and sometimes rejected and sometimes even ridiculed no, behind our backs. But we just did it. My mom, my, my parents just continued doing it. They'd share lang sila ng gospel. Uh, they would love people. They would support the church there. Kung saan man po yun. And, and lo and behold, just, just recently, someone connected to them through Facebook. And this person told my mom, you know what? Uh, Aching Prime, sabi niya ganun. We were there years and years ago. This, this person connecting to my mom is already in Canada. Years and years ago, when you went to our place and you preached to us the gospel, pinagtatawanan ka pa nga namin dati because ang tawag namin siya small but terrible. But guess what? I want you to know that we are Christians already here in Canada. I want you to know that my son is already a pastor. Think about that. 
when we preach the gospel, when we proclaim the word of God, it is never in vain. God will see to it that as he sends out his word, it will not come back to him void. Isa po sa mga madaling tandaan, no? yung quote na palaging inuulit natin from Pastor Joey Bonifacio. Sabi niya, Discipleship is relationship. Discipleship is relationship. Because it's not just about shared gospel, but it is also about shared lives. Shared lives. So it's shared lives, meaning doing life together. Sama-sama po tayo, no? doing life together. Hindi lang na, na, na preach mo na yung gospel, tapos disconnect ka na, no. You preach the gospel, and then you engage that person that you've preached the gospel to. And you even share your life to that person. Take a look at what happened. Huh? So verse 7. Alam niyo po, this is really Paul, no? valuing relationships. He was highlighting that you are, when you are a believer, you belong to a spiritual family. You are in a church community. So much so that when he was addressing and writing to them, no, he was using familial terms. Yung mga ginagamit niya po niya, ano yung mga ginamit niya? Brothers, mothers, and fathers. What was he trying to communicate? Pamilya. Alam niyo po, ang simbahan, pamilya. Ang simbahan is a church community of believers who love and respect one another. And that's, yan po yung kailangan natin matutunan. Look at, look at verse 7. Sabi dun sa verse 7, We were gentle among you. Wow! Si Paul! We were gentle among you like a nursing mother taking care of her own children. And by the way, no, when you talk about nursing moms, no, uh, yung mga marami po sa inyo, baka meron kayong inaalagaan na bagong panganak. Because I surely know this, yung ating pong senior pastor, two times lolo na. Kasi nanganak po si Kara, yung kanyang pong anak sa States. No? Uh, AJ, no? Pastor Jen, no? yung pangalan ng bagong apo ni Pastor Noel, AJ. When you, when you think about a nursing mom, ano bang ginagawa ng isang nursing mom? And Paul went ahead to describe it. Nursing moms are gentle to their babies. Why is that? Because a baby is really helpless. Even yung po yung baby, no? kaya nga pagbagong panganak, hindi pa kailangan lagyan ng uh, unan sa paligid. Kasi hindi pa siya gagalaw. Hindi pa siya kailangan, kaya kasi kahit na ipitin mo lang siya, ibalot mo siya ng ano. For, for those of you no, na alam mo to, pag may anak ka, binalot mo siya, para siyang suman, hindi siya makakagalaw. Hindi siya makakagalaw. Kasi babies are helpless. When you think about that in spiritual terms, when we share the gospel to people, and they respond to the gospel, and they became new, become new converts, alam niyo po, huwag natin silang bitawan. Huwag natin silang bitawan. Let, let's care for them. Because there's these people, these new believers are still helpless. Pwede pa po ito, eh, katulad ng isang bata, pwede pa po yung bitbitin kung saan-saan. Pwede palakihan, pwede i-influence kung, kung kani-kanino. But because the Bible tells us, no? and this is the, the, the pattern is that Paul is showing us that we need to be gentle to, towards them. Ma, mapag-aruga po tayo sa kala, we are nurturing people with gentleness 
in their faith so that their faith will grow so that they'll 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 come to to a a higher appreciation and position with their love for god no? we nurtured them as a nursing mother nurtures their children think about that no ang ang, ang, ang mami po no nakakita na ba kayo ng mami na para patulugin yung bata sinisigaw well I, well, I haven't seen I, I did not see that in my in my in my wife but rather when she was caring for our babies she would use calming words kung paano niya mapatahan no? so kakalma po ang ginagawa gentle words and calming words so like gent we were gentle among you no sabi ni Paul like nursing mothers Take a look at this as a verse 8. So, being affectionately desirous of you. Look at this, mga kapatid. No? We were ready to share with you not only the gospel of God, but also our own selves. Wow. Tingnan niyo po yung kinecreate na relationship ni Paul. Tingnan niyo po, just imagine no? the cords that is binding Paul and Timothy and Silas to the church in Thessalonica, to the believers of that place. Because they, as, as leaders, they were not overbearing, but rather they were gentle and caring. They were ready not just to preach the gospel. How many of you are ready to preach the gospel? How many of you are bold to preach the gospel? How many of you are willing to go out there in your offices? Willing to go out in the streets? Maybe for some of you, willing ka pang umakyat ng bus, no? Or sa jeep. Para naisip ko si Romel, kaya gawin yun, eh. pupunta siya sa bus, mag-preach doon, no? But that's just one part of it. Yes, we can preach the gospel that way. But are we willing also, not just to share the gospel, but also to share our lives? That's the thing, mga kapatid. It's not just sharing the gospel. Because boldness in sharing the gospel comes with the readiness to share your life as well. Ang bigat naman nun, pastor. Kala ko ba sharing the gospel lang? Pagod na nga ako sa sharing the gospel. Share my life pa. If you're gonna do it on your own, you're really gonna get tired. If you're going to do it on your own, then you're really gonna, not going to succeed. But the thing with Paul is he started out by saying our gospel came to you not just in word, but in, in power and in the Holy Spirit. It is the Holy Spirit who's going to cause us to grow that fruit in our heart, in, even in our lives, that we may share it to the people that we're ministering to. Sharing yourself by loving them, giving them time, emotion, wisdom, and even for some of you, no, alam niyo po to, nangyayari sa inyo to. You're giving out your resources to people. You see, it's really love no, that spurs us to continue after sharing the gospel. And we're going to talk about that next week. Yan po yung pwede natin pag-uusapan po natin as we go to chapter 4. We'll talk about love more next week. Verse 9, For we remember, brothers, our labor and toil. We work night and day 
that we might not be a burden to any of you. Think about that. No? Another word na ginamit niya, it's not just mother, but this time ginamit niya po yung word na brother. We might not be a burden to you. When you think about it, in verse 6, no, when you go back to verse 6, sabi niya, we could have made all the demands because we, were, we are apostles. Parang sinasabi niya, eh, ako, ah, ako nga yung missionary ako eh. Ako nga yung senior pastor dito eh. Ako nga yung top leader. Ako nga yung leader of leader. I could give you all the demands because I shared to you the gospel. But Paul was saying, we did not do that. Hindi namin ginawa yun. We, we work, we toiled day and night, we preach the gospel, and we, we, we worked. It's, it's secular. You know, the tent maker po si Paul, no? And still, we did not burden you. Alam mo yun? Ito po masakit mga kapatid, no? Sineshare mo nga yung gospel. Nililid mo nga siya sa Panginoon, pero pabigat ka sa kanya. Nagigigang pabigat. Imbes na ina-unburden mo siya, dinadagdagan mo pa yung burden. Siya yung nag-a-adjust sa'yo. Instead na ikaw yung nag-a-adjust dun sa taong dinidisciple mo. Those of you are winning people to Christ, mga kapatid, let's not be a burden to them. Let's rather, let's help ease their burden. You know what? People who do not know Christ are carrying burdens so heavy. The burden of sin and guilt, and shame, and troubles in life. Alam niyo po, ito naman ang totoo eh. Kahit na hindi sabihin sa'yo nakasalanan, alam mo nakasalanan. And people have not come to that realization that they need Christ in their life, carry that burden. So when we add, you add yourself to them, you become a burden to them as well, eh, mahirapan po silang lumapit sa ating Panginoon. Here's what we do. We, we, were, we unburden them, by proclaiming the good news to them. Sabi po ni Paul, no, we were not a burden to you while we, were pro- while we proclaimed the gospel of God to you. So tinutuloy po ni Paul, he was, he was unburdening them by the proclamation of the gospel. Ma- Matthew 28 tells us. No? This is how to unburden people. Look at Ma- Matthew 11, 28. Come to me, sabi ni, 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 ni Jesus. No? Sige po, if you're carrying load, no, come to me. Take my yoke upon you, for I am gentle. I will give you rest. That's the way to unburden people when we point them to the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. Verse 11, ito pa po, no? For you know, like a father with his children. Again, we've heard mother, nursing mothers, we heard brothers. Then, hindi pa tapos si Paul. Sinabi niya pa, like a father, we exhorted each one of you and encouraged you. Ano naman pong picture na gustong pakita ni Paul? Of course, pagbago kang kristyano, may level of immaturity pa yan. Para kang tatay sa kanila. Kung ikaw yung nag-disciple, nag, nag, no? kung ikaw yung nag-reach out, para kang tatay. You overlook some of the immaturities and you go ahead and in- exhort. Alam mo po yung pag sinabi dito sa word, sa word sa Greek nitong exhort, no? yung parang bumubulong ka sa likod na, na very, ano ka, uh, alam mo yun, yung close behind, pero in-urge mo siya to move forward. But it's not just exhorting, you are encouraging, you are inspiring that person. That you, you, you have your own personal touch. Your, your speech is soothing. You know? 
hindi magagalitin. And also, you're charging that person. Yung kadagtong po ng verse. And you charge and charge you to walk in the manner worthy of the calling. So as a father, church, listen to this. Nursing mother, brothers, and father. That's how we minister. That's how we disciple people. We exhort them. We urge them to walk in the manner worthy of the calling. When you think about this, this is, the, this is really the highest response of all who have tasted the grace and the goodness of God. To walk in the manner worthy of God is the highest response for us who have encountered the goodness and the grace of God. We lead lives that are exposed to the works of the Holy Spirit. We leave, lead lives where the Word of God is continually at work. Even as Paul said, no? it is continually at work to every believer. And lastly, yung huli po dun sa verse na yun, who calls you into his own kingdom and glory. Let me say this now. God has called us as a church, as believers, into His own kingdom. Alam niyo po, yung kingdom ni God is now here, but not yet. The not yet part is the second coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. When we will reign and rule with Him in the new heavens and in the new earth. But what was happening with us now is we are actually doing a dress rehearsal. Ito po, nandito tayo sa, sa lupa. No? We, are, we are doing a dress rehearsal. What does that mean? You know what? The people, some of the people that are with you today are the same people you're going to spend with for the rest of eternity. Sila po yun. So, magbahalan po tayo. Let's spur one another to love and good deeds. Let's, let's uh, proclaim or share the gospel together. Let's live in community. And lastly, let's all rejoice together as well. Yung pangatlo po nun, it is really shared joy. Celebrating Christ's return together. Verse 19, and I end with this verse. Sabi niya, For what is our hope, our joy, our crown of boasting before our Lord Jesus Christ? at His coming. Is it not you? Talking about the Thessalonican church. No? For you are our glory and our joy. What picture are we seeing here? Here's the picture. The one who shared the gospel and the one who received the gospel will celebrate together. Pagdating po ni Lord, Ang usapan ganito, pag kumbaga sa Tagalog, ito po yung magiging usapan natin yan. Sasabihin mo, buti na lang nag-share ka. Buti na lang nag-share ka. Parang ganun po yung mga ano. Ikaw naman ang sasabihin mo sa nakang, buti na lang tinanggap mo si Lord. Let's hold hands and celebrate together. We're going to celebrate together. So it's not just a shared gospel. Not just a shared, shared lives, but it is also shared joy. All of us who have responded to Christ at His second coming. We celebrate 
together. All afflictions that they have gone through, all the hardship, all the persecution, they will all but be a distant memory in light of eternity. So that's my hope. That's my joy. That's my exhortation. Let's exhort, let's share the gospel, let's share our lives, and let's share the joy of waiting for the Lord Jesus Christ. The point last statement. At Christ's coming, may you find his church sharing the gospel, living life together in a manner worthy of God. Let's all pray. God, you remain, Lord. Everything around us will fade, but you remain. Thank you, Lord, that as we wait for you, for your second coming, your promises remain to be true. That you are going to return. That we are going to reign and rule with you in the new heavens and in the new earth. But in the meantime, you have called your church to live together. Not just shared gospel, but shared lives. Not just shared lives, but even shared joy as we wait for your coming. Lord, be glorified. Be honored in the way that we live and minister as a church. In Jesus' name, amen and amen.